What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live Label Free. As always, bring you incredible guests from all over the world. So sit back, relax, and tune in. My next guest is a former public music teacher. Music teacher, excuse me. He is a, has been a facilitator for over 30 years and also the founder of Heal for Free. Please welcome Eli Love. Eli, welcome to the show. Thank you, Deanna. And I want to thank you also for the great work that you do on your podcast show, reaching millions of people with great information. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, we love what we do. We're very invested, very excited where, where things have taken us and just really enjoy having conversations with people like yourself that do real interesting work. So can you tell us a little bit about um, maybe your journey to becoming a facilitator and, and being the founder of Heal for Free? Yes, I can do that, but I want to give your audience just a heads up. Uh, um, first, what I'm going to give you and the audience right now is a gift. Okay. And it's a gift that you've forgotten about. I'm talking about everybody. And it feels to me like I'm giving you a crumpled piece of paper that I picked up off the floor and say, here, here's a present. Yeah. And then we talk. And then when I leave, you look at the crumpled piece of paper and throw it back on the ground. That's what it feels like to me because so many people hear what I'm saying and yeah. they go, okay, I get it. And then they forget about it and don't use it. What they don't realize is that had they opened up the crumpled piece of paper, there's a diamond inside that would have set them up financially for life. Mm. And that's what I'm giving you. Uh, Deanna, my path started when I was five years old and I was playing with my little brother. We're about a year apart. And I always noticed, I looked out in the world and I always noticed, man, those Adults are so grouchy all the time. Yeah. And us kids, we just want to play all the time. We're having a good time. We want to play. We want to laugh. We want to run. And they're always telling us no or they're being grouchy about something. And I didn't realize it, Deanna, but in the back of my mind, I wrote a script. And I said, I'm going to, I do remember this. I'm going to find out what's wrong with those adults. And uh, so I kept that as a script in the back of my mind. And subconsciously, I was always looking out into the world, seeing what the difference is between health uh, and illness, between grouchiness and uh, peacefulness, always looking, always making comparisons about people. And luckily, I was an army brat growing up. So we traveled around the world until uh, I was uh, 18. Then I was a musician after that. And music took me around the world numerous times always always looking at that what makes people heal permanently because you can make your willpower heal you uh like say you have a smoking addiction and you can force yourself like my mom and dad to stop smoking but yeah. my mom to this day still says i still want a cigarette i have to make myself not wow so my question is is what takes people to actually not wanting that uh, to smoke. Actually, that urge leaves them. And I'm telling you, I uh, uh, majored in psychology uh, in junior college my first year. And at that time, Deanna, it was so dry and so one level. I bailed. I said, I can't do this. I want to go depth psychology. So I did that on my own. I read profusely. I tried so many holistic methods, so many Eastern methods. As I went around the world, uh, I would visit doctors and visit uh, 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 churches, visit different institutions to find out how they heal. Gosh, I was um, I was in Brazil. I was sitting in our voodoo and Macumba sessions over there just to watch, wow. just to see what they did. 
I was in Bali in the uh, uh, in the jungles that they're watching witch doctors work. Amazing work that they do. All different kinds of modes studied profusely in the Eastern ways uh, and holistic ways. And after a couple of three decades, I finally realized, you know what really heals people? You've heard this a million times, Deanna. People going on a journey downward, 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 till they finally reach the bottom. Yeah. And they bottom out. Bottoming out in life looks horrible. It looks like a divorce. It looks like you're in jail. It looks like a terrible illness that you're in the hospital for. And when you experience that bottom for you, you come out of it a changed person. Most of us do. Some people have to go hit a few more bottoms before they finally go, yes, I'm going to approach life differently. And I finally realized that that is what changes people on a cellular level. Yeah. Because we can all temporarily change from a mental level. Mm. And I say to myself, you know, there's got to be an easier way to do that. We can't just follow life until it finally takes us to these dark places and then change. So that was my focus. What is it that makes that happen? And I was 40 years old, Deanna, I was sitting on my porch in Omaha, Nebraska, and I was watching the kids play across the street. And there was a 10-year-old chasing, playing tag, and she tagged a five-year-old. And I I was watching the five-year-old trip and fell at the same time. But no, she wouldn't have anything to do with it. She turned around and she pointed at the 10-year-old. She goes, you push me, you push me. I hate you, I hate you. Get out of here. I don't want to play with you anymore. She ran into her house, which was uh, right across the street. Her room uh, was facing us and her window was up. We could hear her on her bed just thrashing, hitting those pillows. Uh, It must have been over 100 times. She said, I hate you, I hate you. I don't want to play with you anymore. Just go on board crying and screaming. And this went on for about 10 minutes. 10 minutes, it starts dying down, and she literally comes skipping out the front door 13 minutes later and plays tag with the kids again. (laughs) You know what? The kids don't go, oh, are you okay? Is everything all right? No. In the kids' world, that's how you deal with life. You have a fit, and you're okay again. Well, that's one thing to explain to you and to get a visual of, but I was blessed at that moment to not just watch it. I re-experienced that in my body as I was watching it, and I was in my five-year-old body having that fit and re-experiencing what freedom it feels like to have no concept of judgment. Just let your body do what it does in the moment until you're back to peace. And children do that with uh, uh, traumatic events, and they do that with ecstatic events. If they're really happy, they're going to dance around and jump up for joy until they're finished with that. But the difference of kids and adults is they will do it for as long as it takes to come back to peace. And I have watched infants go for hours, Deanna, hours until they're finally finished. But when they're finished, they're glowing. And even if you were the one that upset them, they're loving you again. Yeah, It's an amazing journey that we have forgotten about. And here's what happens. Around the age of five or six to about nine or ten, we are uh, conditioned out of doing that in the name of behaving, in the name of being a big boy, a big girl, in the name of doing these things right. But what I teach uh, adults is instead of doing that, we need to potty train children in the world of expressions. Teach them that it's okay to have those expressions. Just take them into what I call the blue room. Find a blue room for your kids. 
let them do their expressions there and come out and then they're going to be fine again. And when we do that, when we do that as adults, stress starts to leave our bodies. And the layers of stress that have accumulated over the decades have created so much trauma and ailments and trouble out here in our in our experiential worlds. All of that stuff starts to disappear a level at a time. And what I love about this work, Dana, is that all I do is teach or, or remind people that they have to go into a safe place where they're not heard or not bothered and and just have a talk about whatever's on their mind until it's finished. And for me, I wasn't ready to get emotional. I wasn't ready to get physical. I was mental. For the whole first year, I was just doing mental talks and I'd get shift after shift after shift, pop, 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 pop. Here's why I'm doing this. Here's why I'm doing this. Here's why I'm repeating this bad situation. And I got so much clarity of why my life was going in a downward cycle. Sure. Uh, and then finally, after a year, I was finally ready to go into my emotional body. And after a year of that, I was ready to go into my physical body. Now, here's what I tell people. We all have our comfort zones. Some people are very comfortable with their emotional body, so they start their work there. I had one client who was very uh, uh, comfortable with his physical body, and he says, you mean you mean I can just act out any way I want to? I go, yeah. He didn't even ask. He just fell to the floor and started having a physical fit. Oh, wow. That was great. <laughs> you, feel, you feel better afterwards? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, absolutely. And uh, so what I'm saying is whatever... Uh, uh, body you're comfortable with, that's where you start and sure. migrates to the rest of your bodies. But it's just profound work. Um, the difference is, Deanna, here's the difference. Okay. You're doing this process until you are peaceful. And what that means is your problem, whatever it was, is gone. You don't say, I feel better about it. Or you don't say, okay, I, I did the process, but I still don't like my boss. No. All of those thoughts are absolutely gone, and you're left in the room just going, hmm. you're being present. There's nothing but you in the room. And that's where nine out of 10 people will falter. Most people will take themselves out of their process early, and that's the reason I facilitate. I'm just there to make sure you're at, your end, at the end. And sure. I go, well, you say you're finished, but why is your foot wiggling like this? Yeah. Well, you're saying you're finished, but why does your eyebrows keep twitching? You go, oh, Richard, I didn't know that. I know, yeah, talk about that. So I just take them all the way to what it really feels like to be present. It's like after a meditative state. Uh, and that's the difference. That's what children do. And that's what our remind people, that's what we need to do to get back to that health that the children has and that clarity that the child has. It's amazing yeah. work. We are so equipped at a young age before we get in, you know, programmed, indoctrinated with everything around us. It's really amazing. And I, I think that, you know, we could really learn a lot from that. So do you I see you have a lot of testimonials on your website. Could you share with us some examples of people that have maybe come healed from something that some that maybe people are listening can relate to? Yes. I'm going to start with a five-year-old, and then I'm going to go to a 70-year-old. There was a five-year-old when I was teaching preschool, and he used to come in and have fits, temper tantrums all the time. And I'll never forget, whenever it's something he didn't like, he was a red-haired red -haired person. And he, when he didn't like something, he would say, what? And that was the big word around the school, what? And his face would get beat red, and he would just sit there and just not do what he was supposed to do and have a tantrum. 
Well, this went on for a few months, and I finally asked the uh, uh, the partner teacher, I go, is it okay if I take him out for recess and just and play with him? Go, yeah, sure, go ahead. So I took a tennis ball, and we went to the uh, backcourt, and I said, hey, you can take this ball, and you can throw it up against that wall uh, as many times as you want to, and you can say anything you want to. He said, what? I can say whatever I want? Yeah. So at first, he would just say, uh, just talk about cartoons or talk about his day or something. But then after a while, he discovered he was mad at his dad. And he said, Dad, don't make me do this. And Dad, don't make me do that. And uh, this went on for a few weeks. And he started calming down. He started coming into class. And he was doing his work. And he didn't have these fits anymore. Well, his parents show up a, a, a few days after that. And they go, what are you doing with our son? They go, what do you mean? He goes, well, he's coming home calm. He's coming home and not acting out anymore. And I, we want to know what you're doing. Yeah. I said, I'm just giving him a little space to vent the frustration that's built up inside of him that he probably doesn't have permission to vent at home. So that's one thing that happened. Another thing that happened was I was uh, I had this lady come to me. She was in her 70s and just sad. She goes, I can't even get up in the morning. I am so sad. I don't know why I'm sad. I just, I'm just depressed. Can you help me? Sure. So we just, we had some sessions. She goes, okay, I know how to do these sessions now. I'm going to do them on my own. I said, okay, that's fine. Never saw her again. Okay. Well, uh, a year later, I happened to be living in that same place, which is saying a lot because I moved so much. Uh, but I got the knock on a door and this different lady showed up and she was elderly and she goes, hi. And she goes, so I came to visit you. I go, do I know you? Yeah. She goes, she goes, yeah, you know me. I go, who are you? She goes, I was here a year ago. You helped me with my depression. And I went, no, you're that lady. Wow. Deanna, she looked 10 years younger. She moved 10 years, 20 years younger. She had a glow about her. I go, how did you change from us? What did you do? She goes, oh my gosh. She says, I discovered with your work that I was grieved. I hadn't grieved that my uh, husband had passed and I was stuck in that depression. I didn't know how to get out of it until I did your exercises. And she goes, as soon as I did that, I was free to do what I wanted to. She goes, I went to Europe, had the time of my life, and I met the man of my life, and we got married last month. So wow. I just wanted to come back to you and say thank you. That's uh, amazing. That is amazing. Uh, for me, uh, doing this work, you'll do an exercise and you'll discover the root of it. Oh, this mindset is creating this ailment. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes just making that connection, Diana, the ailment will disappear. I've seen that so many times. Mm. For me, one of the big ones was colon fissures. I was going to the doctor and finally he said, you need to have operation. And I go, stop right there. You're not touching. And I'll do this on my own. And I did this work. And when I discovered the root of what's causing those colon, colon fissures through this work, they disappeared overnight. And I went back to him. He said, where'd they go? Yeah. I couldn't believe it that they were gone. Other times, Deanna, you discover what's causing it, but there's still years and years of stress in your body. So you have to do other exercises to get rid of that stress. Yeah. Once that stress is uh, relieved, then you start seeing that uh, ailment uh, symptom go away on its own. And it's just a blessing to watch this happen because you never know what's going to what's going to relieve itself, what's going to change, what's going to heal. 
you might start on one issue, like let's say I'm not making enough money. So you start on that and it takes you into left field over to this issue. That's okay. You just follow, take it where it wants to go because I'm telling you, all this stuff is stuck back here in our subconscious and it's very wise. It knows what we need to do first. So it's going to take care of this first, this first, this first, and then it's going to take you to your money issue and then it all heals. So we don't have a lot of control over what heals, but every workout is blessed. Yeah. Just at the end of it, you're peaceful. Yeah. Uh, I had a guitar student come in here uh, uh, a while ago, and she uh, sat down, and she was on the verge of tears. I could tell. What's going on? What's going on? Oh, it's home stuff. She goes, let's do our lesson. I go, no, no, no. Tell me what's going on. Well, she tells me what's going on a little bit. She goes, okay, let's do our lesson. I go, no, 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 finish it, finish it. Three times I had to remind her to finish until she was finally peace. She goes, oh, and I could see it in her face. Yeah. She got it all out. This was 20 minutes later. Then we had a 10-minute uh, guitar uh, session, and she went to work at that time. Deanna, imagine if she had gone to work with this stuff inside of her and what yeah. that day would have looked like by the end. No, she went to work with peace and that day at the end looks a lot different. Compound that by a year, by decades, by a lifetime of these two paths. No wonder we become so dysfunctional at the end of this path here. Yeah. And we can turn that around in an instant doing this way. And my job in this life is to make this work mainstream, letting people know they can do this on their own uh, and it's free. And we just have to remember what children are trying to teach us. Wow, it's free. And so how long will you work with somebody until they find that piece that, that they should they should accomplish? Average two to five sessions. Yeah. Oh, that's it? That's it. Because once I know they can do it on their own, now they take their own path and they just they go on their own. So we were supposed to so I'm just gonna tell the audience. So I hurt my foot this this pet this week and you had offered to do like a, a conscious call with me or oh, I forgot what you had mentioned. Is this kind of what you're referring to, that kind of work? Exactly. Had you called, I would have asked you, how much pain are you in from one to 10? If you say you're a nine, I say, well, there's an exercise to do that. It's just a power talk. Talk about your pain in a nonstop fashion like children do. Don't stop until that pain shifts or subsides or you get a shift somehow. That's going to relieve the pain. Now, if you said your pain is maybe a two or a three, I would give you another exercise that says this is where that uh, uh, accident, the accident yeah. might be coming from. And so you do that exercise and you go, wow, that's what's that's what caused me to overstep my physical ability and walk too much. Perhaps that was it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Example, uh, I used to go, I was, I used to drive. And I would get increasingly, increasingly frustrated with red lights. Okay. <laughs> to the point of, I would start sweating at a red light. Really? Couldn't for, yeah. Couldn't wait wow. to turn green, green. So at, at that moment, I said, there's something going on here. I better start looking into this. And I started doing these exercises. And it took me back to when I was uh, in high school. And my dad was a drill sergeant. I always say, I did 20 years in the service and then I left home because he raised us like soldiers. And he would say, kids, sit down on the couch. I'm ready to give you a lecture again. So we'd go sit on the couch again. I already knew what he was going to say. We'd heard it a million times, but I would sit there and bite my tongue 
And I would sit on the couch at the end closest to the front door because as soon as he was done, boom, I was out the front door. But what I recalled in this exercise was I would sit there still and start sweating. Couldn't wait for him to finish. He yeah. was stopping me. And that's what those red lights was uh, uh, connecting in my life. I'm being stopped. I don't want to be here. And man, I had a lot to say about that. I had a lot of um, uh, toxins to get out about that. And when I finished, red lights are no longer an issue for me. Yeah. They're just They just are. That makes sense. Wow. Amazing. I love it. Where can people find you, connect with you, and work with you? Healforfree.com. Simple. Go to my website. It's got my email address there. Uh, click on that. It's got uh, videos, five lengthy videos taking you through uh, 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 lots of different information. Okay. Um, and then I have Zoom. I'm doing Zoom lessons the first Wednesday of every month. Okay. Uh, if you want to just come and join in on a Zoom lesson, I'll explain all of this to you for a first timer. And then the second Wednesday of every month, I have people who actually have done the exercises and we're sharing our information on, on Zoom there. So uh, email me and I will send you a link to those Zoom sessions. I love it. You also, guys. Also, I have a, a book on Amazon it's through Kindle. It's called The Manual for Life. Okay. You just type in Amazon, The Manual for Life. It's not going to come up. You have to say, buy Eli Love. Okay. Uh, it will pop right up. And that book takes you through a lot of different exercises. I love it. You guys, I'm going to put the links to his website and his email in the show notes. So if you connect with Eli and want to learn more, want to work with him, do not hesitate to send him an email. Go check out his website. I'm sure you, if there's anything that you're feeling pain or is holding you back, go find the piece that you're looking for. He can obviously facilitate that for you. Eli, this is the part of the show where I like to ask for last words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to leave with us today? That God does not put us on this planet and just say, go for it. He gives us the tools inside to make sense of this life. And when we do this work, Deanna, we're not having to wait for the school of hard knocks to take us through an experience to learn something. We're doing it internally. We're doing it by ourselves. We're doing it safely. And we're getting that exact same experience. There's no way I can explain to you in words what it feels like to go through the experience of one of these processes. You just have to do it on your own. And with that internal experience, you look out into life and you go, I am wiser, I'm smarter, and I'm healthier. That's what happens. And we heal 10 to 20 times faster this way than our typical way that we do it. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Thank you, Eli, so much for the work that you do, sharing your work with everyone and doing it for free. That is such a gift. And God is definitely working through you in incredible ways. So we really appreciate you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Same to you, Deanna. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.